Religious Zionism Taking Over Israel Our title is not our own words, but the words of the former Israel Security Agency Chief Yuval Diskin, according to the Jerusalem Post this week. Welcome to another edition of the Bible in the News. This is John Billington with you. Deputy Foreign Minister M.K. Zippy Hotovli responded, saying, Diskin's remarks stem from a deep fear of loss of control of the secular uh, elite in the state of Israel. Hatovli continued on saying, The Israeli demography of the country is going in the direction of its Jewish identity, which is an integral part uh, of its very existence, she continued. Diskin's fear takes him to dark places and creates the delegitimization of an entire community. And that was reported, her remarks, I believe, were reported in um, the, is, the Israel National News. Diskin is certainly not wrong. Uh, religious Zionism is on the rise, but Diskin is not the only one that's bothered by it. Much of the world, and especially the Vatican, is seething at the notion of the Jews going back to their historical homeland and fulfilling God's promises. They would like us to believe that the miracle of the Jewish people is no miracle at all. The fact is that the Jews have survived for thousands of years as a scattered people and returned right when many expected from reading none other than their Bible. Back in the 1800s, a number of Bible readers could see that there was no doubt that the Jewish people would be going back to their land, uh, and they could see it from the prophecies. What stood in the way was the Ottoman Empire. So, you can imagine the excitement when the British took control of the Holy Land, the Ottoman Empire collapsed, and then we had the proclamation of the Balfour Declaration. We go forward, and, and along comes 1948. Out of the ashes of the Holocaust, the Jews regained their home on, quote, purely political principles, as was expected from the prophecies. Now, where that comes from, purely pr- political pr- principles, <laughs> it's a tongue twister, uh, is from John Thomas. And he wrote in around, around 1850 in the book Elpis Israel, and this is the entire quote. He says, There is then a partial and primary restoration of the Jews before the manifestation the return of Christ, which is to serve as the nucleus or basis of future operations in the restoration of the rest of the tribes after he has appeared in the kingdom. The pre-adventual colonization of Palestine will be on purely political principles, and the Jewish colonists will return in unbelief of the messiahship of Jesus and of the truth as it is in him. They will emigrate thither as agriculturists and traders in the hope of ultimately establishing their commonwealth. Unbelievable that that was written in 1850. History told in advance. The returning Jews from all over the world, making Aliyah, as they say, has also been a testament to God's word. Over decades, the words of Isaiah 11, verse 11 and 12 have been fulfilling. In fact, I believe there's still more to come. And it shall come to pass in that day, says Isaiah, that the Lord shall set his hand again the second time to recover the remnant of his people, which shall be left from Assyria and from Egypt, from Pathros and from Cush and from Elam and from Shinar and from Hamath and from the islands of the sea. And he shall set up an ensign for the nations and shall assemble the outcasts of Israel and gather together the dispersed of Judah from the four corners of the earth." Unbelievable. Once the 
I'm just looking at my notes here, sorry. Once the uh, large number of Jews are back in the land, nothing settles down, though. You then come on, that was in 48 when you when you had the state proclaimed. You then come forward to 1956, and there's the, there's the Sinai campaign in 56. And another approximately 10 years later, you come to 1967, when the Jews regain Jerusalem and win the war in a mere six days. Uh, and as uh, as has been said, um, the war was won in six days, and on the seventh day they rested because it was the Sabbath. And I believe that was uh, David Rubin from Shiloh that said that. And I love it because if there was any doubters by that point, come on, guys, it, it, it was against all odds, it was ridiculous, and that's the power of God. But today, our excitement is the rise of religious Zionism. It's as big a sign as the fall of the Ottoman Empire. It's as big a sign as the return of the Jews back to the land. Because if all the Jews do is return back to the land and don't turn to God, what use is it? The prophecies have said that they will turn to God, and this is what we see today. This rise in religious Zionism is something that was expected before the nation was even born by a Bible student and author, Graham Pierce. The fact, this fact makes it something even more extraordinary. Looking at the prophecies, Graham could see that although the people would go back for secular reasons, which is again what John Thomas said back in 1850, it would be the turning to God that would bring the northern confederacy that's spoken of in Ezekiel 38 that comes down against Israel. It's that that would bring them against them. The following is an excerpt from an article written by Graham Pierce in 1948 when he speaks of the controversy of Zion, and those are words that are taken from uh, Isaiah chapter 34. Now, he says, if God intends to bring the age-long controversy of Zion to a head in order to vindicate his name, then at that time Zion and Israel must be something known and distinct. The passages quoted show that this is so, for their intention is to, quote, defile Zion, etc., such a situation as these passages describe will require a much more Israelitish character in the land than we now see. Hence, it is essential that the nation's faith in the promises to the fathers, in the Messiah, and the things of the law should be built up to some degree beforehand and something of a true Israelitish flavor imparted to the nation. This development of a tangible Israelitish policy in the land will stir up anti-Semitism among the nations and will provoke a, quote, Christian crusade, thus gathering the nations against Zion. Now, if you want to read his entire article, you can go on the Bible Magazine website and on Bible and News, you should have a tab at the top. The Bible, you click on Bible and News and you can go back to Archives, Volume 21, Issue Number 1, and on page 22. To see uh, where the expectation comes from, where Graham's expectation comes from, and, and where we would verify, uh, you can look at a number of passages, but as I, I've, I'll give you one here, uh, maybe two. Ezekiel 36, verse 24 uh, says, For I will take you from among the heathen, God speaking of the, of the Jewish people, I will take you from among the heathen and gather you out of all countries. We've seen it. And bring you into your own land. You can go and visit. It's happened. Then, he says, I will sprinkle clean water upon you, and ye shall be clean. You can look also in Hosea chapter 3, where the process is laid out in verse 3 to 5. The children of Israel, one return 
Two, seek the Lord their God. And lastly, number three, fear the Lord. It's not an overnight turning. It's a process of restoration. Acts chapter, the, and this restoration uh, uh, is spoken of in Acts 3, verse 20, 21. And he shall send Jesus Christ, which uh, before was preached unto you, whom the heaven must receive until the times of restitution. If you look in the RV, it says the restoration of all things, which God hath spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. This is the, what we're seeing. This is the restoration spoken of by all the holy prophets. This is When you go to Israel, this is what you're seeing. What the holy prophets looked for and imagined and could see through the eye of faith. It is unbelievable. So when you sit down and have a look at the news and you read the headline, Religious Zionism Taking Over Israel, it screams that God's plans are right on track. But with the reading of the scriptures comes a disdain for the Roman Catholic Church and its idolatry. This is maybe a, another side to this. And this is now what a number are doing in Israel. All one has to do is read the stories of Elijah and Josiah to be inspired to cleanse the land. In fact, this week Israel National News reported the following. Quote, a representative of the Vatican in Israel on Sunday contacted the Eternal Ge- Attorney General Yehuda we- uh, Weinstein in a letter demanding that he indict Ben, uh, I should have looked at this before, uh, Benitz, uh, Bensi uh, Gopstein, it sounds good, uh, director of the Lehava Anti-Assimilation Group, for comments he made on a recent panel on Jewish law. The letter comes following a complaint submitted by the Catholic Church in Israel on behalf of the Vatican, which accused Gopstein of incitement to violence just after the Israel Security Agency last Tuesday admitted that Lehava is perfectly legal. The Vatican's call to arrest uh, Gopstein focuses on statements made when he took part in a panel debating Jewish law last Tuesday, during which he said he supported the, uh, the burning of churches, and an answer he claimed was based on a ruling by the famed 12th century CE Jewish scholar Ramban. Uh, and, in, and in brackets it says uh, Maimonides, you can tell. Uh, I, I have not looked at this. Uh, explaining his comments, Gopstein said afterwards, the law is straightforward. Ramban's interpretation is that one must burn idolatry. There is not a single rabbi that would deliberate that. I expect the government of Israel to carry that out. In the panel, the Lahava director said he was not afraid of being arrested for his comments, He later elaborated, saying, I said that for speaking the truth, I am prepared to sit in prison. And I emphasize that I don't burn and won't go and burn churches. I guess he's looking at the law, saying you can can see where it comes from and how you can uh, say that it applies. Make no mistake, though, because this isn't going to slow down. Make no mistake, what we are seeing here is nothing short of the controversy of Zion. And as I say, it is not going to slow down. God's brought his people back to the land, and they're turning to him in droves. Secular Jews like Dishkin hate the idea, as does the rest of the unbelieving world, especially the Vatican. In the same article that we quoted by Graham Pierce, he said, The coming world issue is Christianity against Zionism. I mean, you could see this in 48. I think it is fair to say that it has always been an issue, but it is going to become the dominant issue. The Roman Catholic Church has a centuries-long history of strong anti-Semitism. 
The return of the Jews to their ancient land has always been seen as a threat to the Vatican. It was Chaim Weizmann in 1922, before he became Israel's first prime minister, who said, The Vatican is moving heaven and earth against us. From a theological standpoint, the ingathering of God's ancient people mean that God is far from finished with them. Therefore, if God has not finished working with Israel, the replacement theology along with the so-called church fathers are clearly wrong. The problem is secular, uh, the problem is a secular Jewish state was hard for them to choke. The idea of a religious state sends tremors to the depth uh, the deepest confines of the Vatican. And in case there's any wondering of the Vatican's position, the Latin patriarch of Jerusalem uh, this is in another beautiful name, Faud Twal, there you go, stated that Israel has nothing to do with the Bible. The foundation is now laid for the largest conflict the world has ever seen. The conflict of Ezekiel 38, when the northern confederacy comes against God's people Israel. It says that God's fury comes up in his face. Verse 18 of that chapter. The end result will be that God's land will be cleansed, truly cleansed, And not only the Vatican, but the whole world will know that Israel has everything to do with the Bible and the God of the Bible. If you wanted any proof that the Bible truly is the Word of God, you don't have to look much farther farther than the Jews themselves. And God says the following, I love this quote, it's beautiful, it says the following in Isaiah 43, Bring forth the blind people that have eyes, and the deaf people that have ears. Let the nations be gathered together, and the people assembled. Who among them can declare this and show us former things? Let them bring forth their witnesses that they may be justified, or let them hear and say, It is truth. Ye are my witnesses, saith the Lord, and my servant before whom I have chosen, that ye may know and believe me and understand that I am he. Before me there was no God formed, neither uh, neither shall there be after me. So if religious Zionism is taking over the land, as Dishkin says, in the words of the prophet Amos, Prepare to meet thy God, O Israel. Thanks for tuning in. And uh, come back next week for another edition of the Bible in the News. I don't know who's on. Uh, We we switch it up a little bit. But uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for your support. And uh, if you want to support us any further, uh, one of the biggest things you can do is uh, subscribe to the Bible Magazine on BibleMagazine.com. As I said earlier, there's a tab, uh, a link that you can uh, click at the top of the Bible in the News page. And uh, subscribe. And if you already subscribe, we appreciate it. Uh, send one to a friend. It Help us get the, the message out. Help us spread the word. Um, it's one of the biggest things. People want to support, want to do something, and we appreciate it. But one of the biggest things is help us spread the message. So if you don't already subscribe, please go ahead and subscribe. And uh, if, if you, as I say, you already subscribe, send it to a friend. Thanks again for tuning into the Bible in the News, and we'll see you again next week. Take care.